I, I gotta look something up before we start. Continuity. State your goddamn business. Let me let me look this. I got, I got one thing to look up at least. Hat rotation. Yeah. Hat rotation going on here. I can do it like Wyatt, Whitehurst's brother does. Just sit it on top of your head. Yeah. <laughs> Just barely I on, can't do on that your hair. All, my, all these hats are too big because they don't fit my giant noggin. Yeah, you, you, hand, hand me the, the silly hat. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's called the Tribly. This is this is Whitehurst's brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, there's, it's not there. No. It doesn't, it doesn't even fit. What was his name? Uh, Morgan. Morgan. Morgan Earp. Morgan Earp. Seamus. Seamus Earp. Seamus Earp. Welcome to another episode of Anyways. Uh, we, today we were talking about Leviathan Smiles, which is the eighth episode of season three of Deadwood, in which the Earps come to town, and uh, Pinkertons show up in force. Looks like the Earps are coming to town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were just Earps talking about how silly Morgan Earp, uh, the younger Earp, looks. Yeah, yeah. Who was uh, like t- who played him in Tombstone? Was that uh, Bill Paxton? Bill Paxton, I figured. Very dignified. Yeah. This yeah. this version is uh, he's a little bit uh, more rambunctious. He kind of looks like he belongs in the movie Young Guns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I like his swagger. I think he's, yeah, more, yeah. he's more interesting of the two Earps for sure. being like full of it. Yeah. You know, he's like leaving stuff all over Bullock's Hardware Store. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a a, a fuck for free uh, from Jen yeah. at the uh, gym and uh, just generally being a rascal. What a guy! And he he wants to just like kill Bullock for no reason. Yeah. He's in the street and Bullock backs down. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well, and you you get the sense like even uh, even if that was part of their game kind of thing. Uh, Wyatt said the kid brother makes a hero out of me. So yeah. you know you get the sense that uh, maybe he kind of. Overassesses their uh, importance and uh, ability to get out of scrapes, and thinks that they're kind of untouchable. Yeah, and like young men do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a in, in like this. I was reading a very depressing uh, David Milch interview today about his Alzheimer's. Uh, during the course of filming this, we've learned that he has Alzheimer's. Spoilers. And uh, spoiler alert. Basically, uh, he talked about how the capacity to sense danger has not formed in the brain of a 22 year old. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of what this is. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, and Wyatt, over the course of the, the show, of this episode, he slowly seems to become more like the historical Wyatt. He starts out, he's like ready to kill Bullock because Bullock is, his posture is kind of like his on his gun. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they both have their gun. I'm just, and it's so embarrassing almost from our perspective of like watching Bullock beat up people and kind of cheering him on usually yeah. to see him like back down from another recognized gun Well, singer. like right at the beginning of the... Um episode when he's he's fighting with uh martha and then he goes um out into the thoroughfare sees saul and then starts to kind of pick a verbal fight with him mm-hmm. and then saul's best just says like do you want to fight you fight <laughs> is, that, like, is that gonna make you feel better yeah. yeah and then i think that kind of sticks with him for the rest of the episode where he's like oh i'm like overreacting to things yeah, yeah. we we first see bullock this episode he's yelling at martha like the finally their their relationship has like a little bit of like blood in it he's like She's calling him out on being angry at her because his media. He's he's worried about the publication of the le- Pasco's letter or the letter from to Pasco's family, and he's there's this nice moment where he's like he's walking away from her after yelling at her, and she's like you weren't you you did, we went to bed without your customary sweetness, which is like her character is always about noting sex they did not have in the morning or sex they would have had, and these like bundling board sugar references. She's like 
they're really a weird couple. But there's a nice <laughs> moment where he's walking and his head is framed in a little window and he's like, oh yeah, I'm yelling at her for no fucking reason. Yeah. And he's like, please forgive me. And leaves. Um, Their relationship is so strange. Just in the fact that they haven't really talked about it. It's getting better. In a while. I mean, like, in the fact that, like, every, everybody who's watching this is like, oh, him and Alma are supposed to be together. Not, not those two. And then, like, now it's, like, not even addressed. I mean, like, every once in a while the Ellsworth thing will crop up and you kind of are, like, reminded of it, but isn't really necessarily right. a part of the conversation even. It's been a little while since Bullock and uh, Alma have been in the same room and have stared longingly at each other. <laughs> right. We yeah, need yeah. another 400 of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Martha and... Uh, but just basically they're not, they're not going to... I guess they're probably just not going to solve anything with that in this third well, season. you know... I don't think it's a spoiler to say historically Bullock was married to a woman named Martha. Sure. Um, Martha. Martha. Yeah, but they're not even like trying to wrap it up or do anything with it, which I guess is smart if you think you're going to have a fourth season. Yeah, which, which they <laughs> yeah, thought, yeah. which they th- had insurances. They thought they were going to have a fourth season. Sure. And so some of the plot threads they set up, they, they they're like, we'll get to those next next year. Sure. We we got to deal with HBO. I think they I think they they had good reason. They just the leadership at HBO changed, but um. Uh, Martha and and Seth Bullock's marriage looks like hell. Like I would, that, I don't even want to be around them. They yeah, freak me out. Right. Like they are just like unhappy. I mean, at least he's like yelling at her. At least she's included. She's included in his world now. Sure. He must like her. They a have little. a relationship. He's yeah. not all stiff and uh, cordial about everything anymore. He's right. kind of letting his guard down a little bit, and so is she. So yeah. they're acting more human around each other. Sure. And so they're few, having disagreements. A right. Few, yeah. A few episodes ago, there's this nice little moment where she's like. You could just tell me to make the tea stronger. Yeah. And he's like, make the tea stronger. You know, like he just, and like that, slowly over time, they've, they're humans. But like, like last season, they were just like sitting in those chairs facing the wall and holding hands. And that was like, mm-hmm. it just, yeah. I, I can't imagine that either of them getting anything out of the relationship except for the sex that they always are the referring to. Customary sweetness. Yeah. Um, just at the end of the last episode, we were talking, uh, Morgan Earp. Yeah, Morgan Earp, you just got to smile all the time. Like you get, always, be well, you drawing hair, your yeah, gun. Well, you got to have like some hair sticking out. Oh yeah, I just got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and it's refreshing because we never the Earps are pretty much Kurt Russell's what we think of when we think of the modern mm-hmm. cinematic portrayal of White Earp. The modern Earp. And he's mm-hmm. very dignified and he's all about you know. Uh, Doing the right thing and mm-hmm. saving the people, and these are these herps are barely just like the real Bullock and just like the real herps. They're, you know, sometimes we're a marshal and sometimes we're doing some uh, some shit or like Will Bill Hickok. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're pretty shady dudes who are good with guns. Well, the yeah. whole like systematic execution of every member of the 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 Cowboys gang, you know, that was kind of. You mean like the morally dubious the OK Corral thing or. The 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 thing in in Tombstone mm-hmm. that happened. With oh, the, y'all have me at a disadvantage. I don't know nothing about that. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, the OK Corral is a very popular shootout. Sure. I think that 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 version like has like technically like the most realistic gunplay or something. Mm-hmm. But there's a wonderful movie, not wonderful. It's actually kind of crappy movie from the '70s called Doc, where Stacy Keach plays uh, uh, Doc Holliday, uh-huh. and it's all the whole fun is it's the '70s and they're like, let's do while let's do. Uh, the Earps, White Earps story, shoot out the Oko Corral, but let's have the White Earps be the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically they just kill the Ike Clanton's game, like like you said. And it, and and I, I you know I'm sure the truth is somewhere in between. 
but like this is a very bizarre rendition of them because it's neither they're not they've come in saying they're heroes they've tricked the the town of deadwood they've come up with a deal with the the bank uh, teamsters to uh pretend that they were attacked by road agents but bullock and swear engine know it's false because they they have a deal where road agents only attack people under Swearingen's. Oh wait wait wait, wait. We're, we're back to Deadwood. We're back. Yeah. We, okay. We I was I was confused back. for yeah, a yeah. second. I was like, wait, is all, they're this, all in this the version? Yeah. The, this this <laughs> the version that we're seeing. The in Marvel the show. Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah. Contains Thanos. Anyway, um, what I, to say it in a less uh, incomprehensible manner? Uh, they come to town riding on bullshit in order to sell themselves so they can get free uh, pussy at the gym and get better uh, stuff uh, with, with their temper lease. Which we're familiar with. Yeah. People I mean, do this, that. This, yeah. this hap- that happened That was like the very first, first episode. episode. Yeah. You got right through the town. poor girl. Yeah. So you were worried, like, this family got massacred up yeah, there. Now yeah. Now can I get some food? I need a drink. <laughs> and, and swear engine and stuff smell bullshit. Sure. And like, they also know that road agents wouldn't dare to lift a finger under swear engine's control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but So weird that everyone's cool with that now. The herps are weird. Like, I, I don't... The Earps are okay. Like it's just like they're here. They showed up. It's like it's like the this television series is checking off. Like look, it's and they did historically. Yeah. They were in Deadwood. Who was all here? Yeah, yeah. But there's so many other people they could they could do Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. You know, and like uh, it'd be much later though, wouldn't it? It would. It would be yeah. much later. But um, like ten years later. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they. <laughs> I, there are many I exciting things in Deadwood history. Uh, I don't know the exact dates. So. Uh, Boone May is another gunslinger. Ambrose Pierce. There are mm-hmm. really interesting people who were in Deadwood. I forgot to sign my I don't well. know nothing about no fancy <laughs> Sorry. telemophones. But, uh, like, there are a lot of interesting characters in Deadwood. Uh, Boone May and uh, Ambrose Pierce. And that they chose the herbs is understandable they chose the herbs. But it's just like... It really feels like just like a dutiful. This happened, so let's just have it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really into their characters yeah. or anything. Like initially, I don't know. Maybe they do more with them, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. It's like Kristen Bell 2.0. Yeah. Well, no, Kristen yeah. Bell, that was like shocking. Yeah, I know. No, but, yeah, but, like, but when but she rode already, into town, it's like, oh, here's some new people. But um, they've already kind of done like we were just saying some of this stuff, like them riding into town looking for free pussy right stuff so as someone watching the show with all these big stakes going on it's yeah. like oh god here's oh, another thing to yeah that they're little side f- thing mm-hmm. another thing we talked about last episode we talked about how there's no visual element of the pinkertons we have all this build up for the pinkertons Oof. this episode ended with exactly what you were asking for yes. flaming pinkertons yeah flaming pinkertons. <laughs> they're riding into town with torches and yeah. uh 25 bricks yep as requested for hearst mm-hmm. look at all them bricks yeah mm-hmm. man look at all them bricks <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was uh, Hurst got a, a, had a, a chiropractic exorcism. Brian Cox <laughs> pressed down on his spine and absorbed. But the, he, the, yeah, the, he ab- he absorbed the, the spirits, the bad thetans. Yeah, <laughs> with just a random <laughs> Austrian woman saying yes, yes, and uh, she had to oversee it. That's where he learned it from fifteen right. years ago. <laughs> and, and that subplot is is again like. Why does he immediately uh, step onto the balcony and give up the fact that he knows Swearingen? I think Langriche does not give two shits about what's going on well, <laughs> with Hearst. He's well, I good. think when when I was sitting there watching it, I was thinking like he's going. He knows Hearst is over there, and he's going to see him, and he doesn't want it to be like this thing where he's like, "Oh, he he happens to know Swearingen," so like he it's like a secret thing. so he like 
blares it out to everybody to be right, like, yeah, yeah. Look, this isn't a secret. We're old friends. Like, yeah, who gives yeah. a shit? I'm not trying anything. And that also yeah. makes him seem a little more innocent in it. You yeah, know, as exactly. Far as, as far as not having nefarious... Exactly. You know, it's like... We just happened to, we met each other and uh-huh. I helped you with your back. Uh-huh. I also, I've known him for years. Yep. I don't know what you guys got going on. Exactly. But hey. <laughs> yep. Yep. And also, apparently, the, they just use a speaking voice to talk across the thoroughfare. Like they're just, like, the, well, the except most, for Brian Cox. Yeah. Brian Cox screams everything in his, yeah. in his most theatrical voice. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. But then, yeah. The, but Swerge the two, and Hurst are like, hey, mm-hmm, hey. Mm-hmm. That's how they talk to each other, kind of like this. Have they already done the? How's your finger? Ooh, I think they already did that. And he, I think so. Eh? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When we get to the end of it, I'll talk about it because we <laughs> surely would have seen it by then. Okay. I, th- I think so. But um, I'm not exactly sure what 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 exactly happens. Turn away and cover your ears. Like I mean, who is the person who's doing? Bob out Bob. When uh, Hurst sees him across the thoroughfare and goes, "How's your And then uh, Bullock says, "Oh yeah, yeah. How's your fucking ear?" Yeah, okay, that, that has happened. Okay, what? Yeah, you oh, saw it. You said it's when Hurst Hurst says, "How's the finger?" Okay, and uh, and then Bullock says, "How's the fucking ear?" Or something oh, yeah. back at him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminded me of that encounter. All yeah. I heard was Hurst, and then yeah, really loud. Yeah. So we're protecting you from spoilers. Mm-hmm. Good. Spoilers we have your best interest Previous in episode. Um, I've not even spoiled once. Um, let's see, what else happens in this episode? Uh, well, Steve the Drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steve the Drunk. We finally get the... Uh, he, he, he finally... He's, he doesn't want Fields to leave. He doesn't. And, and I think you find out, too, that it's like... Uh, He's super insecure about like not being as good at math as Hostetler was, mm-hmm. and so it's like the pressure of like having like taken on this responsibility out of like spite. Yeah, and and now he's like, I don't know how I'm gonna do it though. I need yeah. someone to kind of hold my hand through this. Mm-hmm. And I like General Field's response, which is just to basically ignore him. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like sleeping in his place, and then Steve just goes on like rants, and those rants like go veer from like, you know, you could maybe stay on to like like just yeah. to, just like. So very, say I did put your it's, your name on the sign. It's yeah. very, very hilarious conversations where it's almost like, um, he, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Steve. Steve thinks that these are some sort of negotiating tactics. Yeah. By Fields, and yeah. he's just like, I just don't want to talk to you, dude. I don't yeah. like you. <laughs> and he's like, what? I got errands to run, and, and then I'm going to where's he going? He's going to San Francisco. San Francisco, right? yeah, yeah. And we were we were joking while we were watching it, where it was like, if it went on long enough, he would be like, "Fine, it's, it's fucking yours. I don't yeah, care. Just your just, store. Just and I'll sign your fucking boots for you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you fucking want? Here I am up no down here signing your fucking boots. Is this everything you wanted? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it would have ended yeah. up being, but instead. But then tragedy struck. <laughs> he he essentially does the thing where you take you take the uh, take the starter out of the car. <laughs> So that so that somebody yeah. can't leave. I was going to say hide keys, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> he tries. He tries to uh, de. Uh, uh, take, you take the shoes off the horse. Take the shoes off off the back side of the horse. Unshod. So, I don't know what the word. Uh, is yeah, that is. I think that's what he said. But um, and you could kind of see where it was going because he gets kind of shuffled close. off once. Yeah, yeah. And then and then when they come back, it's like, oh, you fucking drunk son of a bitch. And, and then he's like there cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah he's gone. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And there's an interesting uh, sort of journey with the journal fields with the hating him for it. Mm -hmm. Finally venting on him for killing his friend or getting his friend killed. And giving him some of that uh, Hostetler money that he got uh, to give to the doc to be like, see to his fucking care and then his goddamn burial. I I can't be held responsible for this. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. No way. Tell the bank no it ain't going to get repaid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I going to get weighed down by this guy? Yeah, you know? exactly. General Fields starts like taking, I think Jane has prepared oatmeal to mm-hmm, feed to mm-hmm. a comatose uh, Steve and yeah. just starts flicking it in, on his face. Calling yet him another reference and, to Hook. Yeah. Yep. Except that he's not throwing imaginary food at him. Oh. Um, but Jane and uh, Joni have some interesting stuff, but they only do it for like a second in this yeah. episode. But when she wakes up in... Joni's room. The walk of shame. Yep. And is like, oh, uh, you can, she's like, you can just stay here. She's, no, no, I got errands to run. She ain't fucking nothing to do. Right. Yeah. She's got to go find an alleyway to, to lay down and get in. drunk in. And so, but when they go downstairs, uh, Shaughnessy, right? It's this mm-hmm. Shaughnessy shames them for. With a Bible verse that is also printed out on a placard. Yeah, he's holding. He's written it with chalk or something. Oh, no. Is it actually carved in? I like, don't know. It's like he has different Bible verses posted around his office and he just is reading the Romans that is against women lying with each other. Yeah. And he's. Uh, and shames them. And then Jane, uh, Jane says that she's going to shove a fist up his ass. Mm-hmm. In uh, this exact moment. <laughs> in this exact moment. And uh, she starts to walk away and Joni's kind of trying to be like, Jane, you don't have to leave. She's like, nope. Yep. I got to get out of here because uh, somebody's shamed me for mm-hmm. feeling the way I want to feel, and it's like, oh, this is sad. Well, I mean, it yeah. started even before they ran to Shaughnessy. Like, sure, she was she felt she shame the morning after. Or yeah, she seems to have a lot of like internalized hatred. Yeah. for just sleeping or kissing a girl, right. and she's like, like there. What Joni says to her is like a repetition of what she initially said to, to Jane, which was like, you know, why don't you just stay? When she first invited her to stay. When Jane again had nothing to offer us up being barely able to stand, right. but just was a friend or someone who was a, around. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just I mean, it, and it's understandable that Jane would would be full of self hatred, but it's also just it's kind of sad. To and it's also too bad for Joni too, because then yeah, yeah, it's like you feel shame for having shared something with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like that makes me feel bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joni gets like. The short end of the stick yeah, constantly. Yeah, she does, she does. Yeah. And she's it's just, like, bad. trying to take pride in, like, you know, being kind of involved with the schoolhouse where she has a garden. Someone actually likes her garden this time. Like, it's... Uh, yeah, like uh, Grish. Yeah. Grish is like, oh, what a great garden. Well, it was also kind of mirroring this, the first time that they met, and she was tending the garden, and then she blew up on him because she thought that he was talking about it being a whorehouse still. Yeah, yeah wanting yeah. to get some stuff there. Yeah, because while she was working in the garden, mm-hmm. and I think he commented on the garden then too or something. Yeah. But Yeah, um, Steve, uh, had, there's a nice little point when Steve's rant where he says that uh, we'll never be equal sign or fucking no, and if I agreed to your name on the signage, we would know the fucking truth still. And I think that's uh, it's some sort of reference to the fact that Steve's last name is Fields and General oh, F- yeah. Fields' last name is Fields. And sure. I assume Steve, since he served in the Civil War, has a some sort of uh, ranking, sure. But I'm sure that he's not a general, sure. And, right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Hearst was interesting this episode because they, we we had two tangent storylines with Hearst going on, and they were tonally completely different. Yeah. And you so you had uh, Hearst having back problems and being treated by Langrish, and it being a big and then joke. you had him being like scary with uh, Aunt Lou with Aunt Lou. 
And she comes to him wanting right. him to get the that little uh, garnet pendant right. to her son. Yeah. But he left before she could. And he's right. like, we can just mail it to New York. But she's basically trying to try it. Like, what you what have you done with my son is basically what she's trying to say. Yeah. yeah. And he gives her no reassurance. And he kind of just like rubs it in her face too. Yeah. Which and he's want to do all the oh, time. Oh, sure. Is, because, is because get to the root of your insecurities and make you confront them. Because kind of like we said before, he likes people to be subservient to yeah. him, all people. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's not used to Aunt Lou being this way. Yeah. Towards asking things of him. Exactly. Yeah. Is like, like, like at yeah. the end when at the end of the scene where he's, he's like, like he's like, Oh, thanks for taking care of the fucking boots, which I thought was the reason you came into the goddamn room in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Except with none of those cuss words. Like just like <laughs> but, very, but, yeah. but that but that's that's, but that's the feeling that you yeah. get. Yeah, yeah. From, he has these drawn out he says these polite phrases but it's like knocked. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, it takes like a little extra time to say each syllable. Maybe? Yes, or some, it's, it comes across very, very angry and yeah. beyond like you've wasted my time. Yeah, with this request. Yeah, and then yeah, but yeah, like the the meanness of that. Like even if he had nothing to do with it, right? You know, it, it to to like rub in her her sort of fears about that. It's like. Are you superstitious that way, Aunt Lou? Yeah. Do you, you know, that you but think that because you didn't get this to him, it, you know, is a bad omen. And then I'm going to kill your son. And that something bad's cool, going to happen to him. Cool, because I want to. I've yeah. already admitted as much as that. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then the, and then just yeah, and immediately after that, it's 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 like him laid butt ass naked on a table. Yeah. We get, <laughs> we get to see uh, uh, Gerald McGraney's butt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> covered up by a cloth, and then have Brian Cox slowly rub his, not touch his back. Just his coccyx. Just his coccyx, yeah, but just, and then I think he's supposed to be transmuting the pain into his own back. Yeah. Pop it. But yeah, he, no, but he, that's, he just like does a seance over his back. Well, but I think also he's putting pressure on it, which is like the reason why it, it maybe actually yeah. feels good for mm. a second. Yeah. What's weird? Him. Yeah, what's weird about that is that it felt like he was genuinely trying to help him until the end, where it felt like he was being a charlatan. Yes. <laughs> like, is he trying to mess with them? I think he's. I mean, I think he's reassuring us that he's human because he's given to like being taken in. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, like. Well, I think like also Grish? maybe no, no, Hurst. I think also I don't know. I don't know anything about what's going on after this, but it seems like. Maybe based on the conversation he has with Al later, that he was kind of like setting up the fact that he's like, I've opened the door towards possibly like getting in good with Hearst, and then maybe I don't know, I'll do so. I, I kept expecting like I don't know why because this wouldn't happen right now, like but nothing, nothing but him just kid. be like and just snap his neck or something, but like that's yeah. like the possibility but you, later. The, the opening, you know, the the trust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Once, once you can get behind him, but basically, he, he blew it by stepping out on that balcony later. You know, right? I kind of thought Al was going to tell him, yeah, not to step out. Be like, don't come out here. But as you and read like, it, look away from. He's him. saying, I'm innocent. Exactly. of your quarrel. Right. Yes. The, I, I am just this big dumb gullible theater man. Right. Exactly. That's that's I think that's who, how you're who, supposed to. Who read is it. so like fun loving and oblivious that I can roll into this town and not be affected by any of the inner workings and goings on. Yep. You know. Yeah. But also, you know, it connects with, I've always heard, heard this about chiropractic, is that there's a history of chiropractor not being, like, totally legit and a lot sure. of stuff where you just kind of, just stuff that isn't really, uh, I may be talking shit about chiropractors, and I'm sorry if, I, if you're yeah. a chiropractor. But also if it's I not, go to a chiropractor, so it's like, but if not we're, practiced, we're good. <laughs> if, if not practiced correctly, then you 
fucking right, back. Yeah. And, fucking and, back and Brian Cox's character is not a chiropractor. No, no. And if he actually no, did yeah, anything yeah. beyond just like, oh, taking the spirits out of your back, and then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, but he might fuck his back up forever. It is totally odd to go from Aunt Lou being threatened <laughs> yes. to that. To like, uh, yeah. And it's like, and it reassures me as a viewer, like, oh, Hearst is not a god. He's not capitalism carnage. Yeah. He's, He's just a dude who can be taken in by stupid shit. Which is fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is equally a, a bad person and genuinely has back problems. Yes. <laughs> also, this episode, we get uh, uh, the old theater uh, guy, Chesterton, dies. Finally passes. Mm-hmm. And I, I found understand this... a word he said right there at the end. Well, he said... Because like, uh, he says he's like drowning in his own fluids. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, he says line. Line. He's yes. an actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he's yeah, okay. on stage. I, I did hear that. They're yeah. doing King Lear from memory, line. and and he says line, and then he says line again and dies. And so the joke. Oh, the is, second time he says line again. This joke is he's an one. actor who's forgot his line, but he's also dying, which is hilarious. And that's why they're in the dark. Yeah, that's why they're watching. all watching them. Yeah. So it's like that was a the whole. Performance. They're, they're they're able to play him off stage. As it were, it's just it's hindsight. It was so it was so strange at the time watching it because it just felt like a weird cult thing. Like they just stand up out of the dark, which I guess it still kind of is. But yeah, 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 it's like an eyes wide shut thing where they come up out of the dark. Yeah, (laughs) they're all wearing robes and they come out. It's a very weird theater troupe. (laughs) Yes, we must say. Um, Mm -hmm. And I and I get the feeling that, and this is probably way off base. I don't know, but it seems like maybe that guy has money. Or something. Oh, I don't know. The man who died. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I think he's just a member of their theater troupe. Is ill. Okay. And, and as as uh, Brian so Cox put why? it, you know, you 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 have to be of use. <laughs> so so, you, so why the fuck is that one guy? Like, I mean, I guess maybe it's just because he's an attention whore or something. Like, why is Brian Cox so put off by that no. guy? I don't think Bellegard Bellegard is just uh, not on uh, Brian Cox's. Or Jack LaGrisha's wave leap. I, I, yeah. I don't know if there's it a whole might, lot of... It might be just that they've spent too much time together and he's annoyed he's by annoyed him. He's annoyed by him, yeah. I also think Bellegarde is close or a lover of the old man who's dying. And yeah. uh, he seems to be the one who's taking care of his blanket situation. Brian Cox, we see him more of Brian Cox, but I don't know, Bellegarde is, for whatever reason, too... Like, Brian Cox does not like Bellegarde. Yeah. Um, but this goes back to something that... The theater troupe. How much should we say about the theater troupe? Like, can we say during the episode or or, or in as regards in the rest of as regards anything? Like, can uh, we talk about what the use of the theater troupe overall in the season? No, yeah, not I would yet, because no. we're not at the okay, end of the season. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Historically, we can say that the theater performers were there from the very beginning in the real Deadwood, right. and Jacqueline Grish was a big part of Deadwood. And, and so that's, yeah, his introduction into the show is, is like one of the missing pieces of yeah. Yeah. a more complete Wait. picture of yeah. the show, yeah. yeah, um, Or of the town. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to say that Bullock, we talked about him being angry earlier. Uh, later in the episode, he talks to the Earps, and he tries to relate to the Earps. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. how the first time we see White Earp soften and mm-hmm. be more like the wider we know that is one of the things that sticks with me from the show as a whole too is that exchange you know i tried taking off the badge once Mm -hmm. and it like basically didn't stop me having the urge to beat on certain types yeah and then earp says that never it seems to never go or something like that yeah which could be read as like i want to kick your ass but it could also be read as 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 what i think it just means that like you know the badge we share that gives you license to do that yeah Yeah. you're going to want to beat on people and and throw your weight around yeah do it lawfully yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know but like uh 
you know, it's, it's weird that this is a world where this, everyone understands, everyone's so full of rage that they can just relate on, mm-hmm. like, that level. Like, it's just like, yo, yeah, I know, yeah, he just met this man. He's like, right. you know, I, I don't know. The former lawmen are often co-opted into nefarious, yeah, becoming hired guns for, yep. for, for bad dudes. Yeah. Well, let's see. Just like Bullock has. Yes. <laughs> Um, what else is there? What else was there? I don't know if there's much else. Uh, did we cover anything with Morgan and Wyatt? I guess we did. We talked. We could talk about Merrick threatening Hurst, or I mean, Hurst threatening Merrick. Oh well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of minor. It's just but kind of a payoff from last episode yeah. when they published the letter. Right. Yeah. Hurst read it and took exactly what he was meant to from it and, and got pissed off at Merrick the guy who it. printed it. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense. Yep. Yeah, and back and. Listen on Steven. He, oh, sorry. Uh, Hurst is so good at grilling people. Yeah. Like, that's what he does, is hold people's feet to the fire mm-hmm. and, and draw them out yep. kind of thing. And that's what he did with, you know. Like, he'll, he'll ask you questions and back you into a corner, you know, until you state your business kind yeah. of thing. And that was his whole thing. It's like, like that. what was it? It was like, a, I, saw, I saw you said the 12 days until the election. Will you be further doing that with ten days and eleven days and such? You know, it's and, then, just like... and then he also talks about <laughs> the, the calendar uh, marking down until Merrick gets injured. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. Hurst's hands. Perhaps you should have a second calendar <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. And he's accusing Hurst of not being. I mean, Merrick is is being accused of not being neutral. Yes, and Merrick isn't neutral in this. No, calendar. he's not. But I mean, but but Merrick doesn't pretend to be neutral. He says that no. he keeps his opinions hidden. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, and also, if he could print what he wanted to, he would say Hearst is a threat to Exactly. Print. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Hearst would show up and, and do something, rip mm-hmm. his throat out or I don't know. I mean, he, he's a monster, so. Yeah. Eat his face. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Eat his that face. W- <laughs> <laughs> that was really fast. No face, but what you make. Yeah. <laughs>